0: Standing just for a moment. It's our privilege and our honor to have Reverend Mark and Trina Hankins with us this morning. I said in the earlier service of people our age, I believe that they're just right at the front of the Word of the Lord, of the Spirit of faith, and the moving of the Spirit of God as they go all over the world preaching the gospel. As in a few moments, you will see uh, a three minute video. It's awesome. But they've been in full time ministry for over 35 years. And through church services, leadership conferences, mission trips, publications, radio and television, Bible schools and the internet, Mark and Hankin's ministry is reaching the world with the Word of God. Mark is known widely for his unique anointing to minister on the subject of faith and the believer's identification in Christ, the joy of the Lord, shouting unto God, and victory in Jesus. They are a true gift. And I want to thank you guys for coming this week of Thanksgiving. They're going to Columbia next Monday. They travel all over the world. And we are privileged and honored to have them here. So let's welcome them this morning and give them a great, great God bless you. Brother Mark.
1: Thank you. Thank you. you, baby. love you.
2: Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. You can be seated. You can be seated. It's a great, great honor to be back here with Your pastors, uh, Pastor Mark and Brenda, are some of the best pastors in the history of the world. I'm telling you, God sent you the best pastors right here. Some of the best pastors in the history of the world. Amen. So, very blessed. I appreciate their invitation to be here with you and uh, all of their work. I mean, the average pastor stays at a church for two years. And so they're way above average, like, amen, yeah. right, yeah. 30, and just serving the Lord with great faithfulness. And just have to appreciate that. We appreciate them. Amen. Now, you don't want to miss tonight, 630. We're going to have what's called an old-fashioned Holy Ghost service tonight at 630. So I don't know. You better have something really, really special if you miss tonight because you could miss half your life. The Holy Ghost can do more in five minutes than you can do in five years. Smith Wigglesworth said, I'd rather have the Holy Ghost on me for five minutes than to own the world with a fence around it. I'd rather have the Holy Ghost on me for five minutes than all the fame and fortune of the Kardashians. Oh, well, we won't get a list going here, but... Uh, Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. So be sure and come tonight at 630. Uh, We'll have a good time tonight. And let me give you some book CDs, and stuff real quickly here. Um, All the stuff that we have back there is half price today. There is a cheaper way you can get it. If you have a smartphone, you can just download Mark Hankins Ministries' app and get all of it free. So you can listen to the Word while you're in traffic. Come on, get full of faith while you're in traffic. And uh, people across the lanes look over at your car and you're still having a good time, amen, getting full of faith. And uh, so I call it ammunition. So I'll give you some of this stuff real quickly here. This is called the speaking part of faith. The perfect languages, is eight messages on. Never let the devil have the last word. That means you've got to win the war of words for you, win the fight of faith. If you can move your mouth, move a mountain. So you might want to get that. Anybody want that? And I'll give you a free one. So give that somebody. These guys are our pilots, by the way. And uh, they flew us in here. We just got a, a, a new Citation three jet. And I was pretty excited because it flies twice as fast and twice as high as the jet we had. Then I ran into Brother Copeland just a few weeks ago, and he said, the Lord told me to tell you you're going to get a citation 10. So that's like a Mach 1, just right below Mach 1. So I said, let the will of the Lord be done. All right, this is called Faith Laughs at Impossibilities. All right, you ought to pick out three things that look impossible and laugh at about right now. Amen. Uh, if you want this and raise your hand, I'll give you that one. Uh, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh, that lady, she I don't even think she needs it. She's already left. We might need to pick out somebody else. This is called uh, Stagger Knot, new set on faith. Strong in faith. You may not be an astronaut, but you can be a stagger knot. See that lady right there? You've had her. And then uh, this book called The Spirit of Faith. Uh, Joyce Meyer ordered 40,000 copies of this book. It has helped her a lot. You might consider getting it. But anyway, this is called The Spirit of Faith. Make you grab a corn stalk, swing out over hell, and spit in the devil's eye. So uh, You say, what? Anyway, give that to somebody. This is Trina's book on healing, how to take the word like medicine. She is healed of an inoperable brain tumor. I see that lady's hand first. Anyway, praise the Lord. Now, real quickly, I'm going to give you um, a three-minute video of where we've been in just the last few months. And we've been traveling around the world with the Word and having pastors' conferences in uh, India and Africa. And then a few weeks, we're going to Colombia, then we're going back to Nigeria. Then next year, we're going to Pakistan, doing a meeting in Pakistan, we have our books translated into Urdu. So we got he, the, the guy putting the meeting together, said you have 25,000 people the first night in Pakistan. And uh, so tremendous things that happening around the world. They're going to China, they'll go back to Vietnam. So this is just a three-minute video Uh, But it starts in New Zealand. And so I just was in New Zealand. or We were there just a few months ago, our first time there. And if you ever heard of the New Zealand All Blacks, which is a rugby team. And they're the world champions. They're so far ahead of everybody else, nobody can catch up with them. Kind of like our version of football, the New Zealand All Blacks. And a lot of the, the people there uh, are what you call it from the Maori tribe, which is kind of like uh, Samoans uh, and the big, big strong guys. And during World War II, Hitler said that's the one tribe he could never conquer. Well, uh, the Maori tribe has a long history of doing what they call the Haka Dance. Haka dance, H-A-K-A, so you'll have to uh, Google or YouTube, you know, the New Zealand Haka dance. And the all blacks do that before every rugby match, right? And so they beat everybody. I think they scare them right from the start. The other, the, the other team just stares at them. You know, I said all that to say this. We were having wonderful meetings down there. And so there happened to be some of the Maori tribe uh, pastors in the meeting. So they said, man, the Holy Spirit's moving. They said, please let us come on the platform and do a Holy Ghost Haka dance. So the original hockey dance, basically, you know, they start hitting their arm like this and their leg like this. And then they'll, ah, that means I'm going to cut your throat. So, uh, but anyway, you'll see a little bit of that if you're wondering what that is. And then afterwards, the, the pastors came on the platform and did a Holy Ghost hockey dance. Anyway, that's at the beginning in case you're wondering why that's there. Praise the Lord. So roll that and uh, you'll see some stuff real quickly. Praise the Lord. That's good. Amen. Well, give the Lord a shout. Praise God. Great, great, great things happening around the world. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. While the world is getting darker and darker, the church is getting brighter and brighter and the glory of God filling the church. And you may not see it on CNN and all that, but actually uh, they say in the, uh, by the year 2050 that Christianity is growing so fast by the year 2050, the whole continent of Africa will be Christian. The whole continent. So they say in the next 20 years, the greatest distribution of the gospel in the world will come out of Nigeria. So the whole continent of Africa, Bonky said, I see a blood-washed Africa. So we go and have a West Africa Faith Conference, and thousands come from all over West Africa. So great things are happening in Africa, but also in India and also in Vietnam. Great things are happening in Pakistan. So CNN does not cover this. We thought we better cover it and let you know that that Jesus is Lord, Amen. And so. Uh, uh, we were laughing about it because, you know, the terrorism and stuff that's going on from extreme uh, Islam and the terrorists, what they're doing, really, they're just afraid because so many people are getting saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, so we're going to have to change the name of Islam to Waslam because it's like <laughs> fading out because Jesus is Lord. He is alive. Come on, you are the body of Christ. We will not be silent. I said we will not be silent, we will not be passive, we are well able to possess the land, an other nation, and uh, wonderful to be a part of that, we appreciate your church and all that y'all do around the world, praise God, God bless you so much, amen, if you have your Bible, open up Second 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13, let's have a word of prayer while we look at the word of God, Father God we thank you for your word. The entrance of your Word gives light, that we receive your Word, not like a man is talking to us, but like it is the very Word of God. We thank you, Lord, that your Word is forever settled in heaven, unchanging, reliable. It's full of life and power, and your Word works mightily and effectually in us who believe. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, who's our helper and our teacher. We ask you for fresh revelation, fresh application of the Word of God and Lord bring to our remembrance the things that you have spoken that you have said and we will be doers we'll act on the word and we'll not be hearers only we thank you that your word works in us mightily that even while we receive the word there's healing and deliverance and change as the word of God is working now in Jesus name and Lord we give you all the praise and glory for it in Jesus name and everybody said amen Amen. Amen. All right. If you have your Bible, Second Corinthians chapter four and verse thirteen is the scripture that we are going to look at first of all this morning. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse thirteen. Praise the Lord. Can you find that? Amen. If you found it, amen. Uh, let's read it out loud together. Second Corinthians four thirteen. Paul says, "We having." You ready? Everybody together. We having the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. He said, we also believe and therefore speak. Praise the Lord. This morning we want to look at this phrase where he says we have the same, the same, identical spirit of faith when he uses the word same you can see he's quoting according as it is written he's quoting from the old testament he actually happens to be quoting from the book of psalms where the psalmist david said i believed and therefore have i spoken so he's quoting from david so he says we have the same spirit of faith that david had how many of y'all think he had a spirit of faith Well, he killed a lion just with his hand, killed a bear just with his hands, killed Goliath, a giant, killed 10,000 Philistines. So you'd have to say David had spirit of faith. Paul said, we have the same identical spirit of faith. you got some giant killing faith on the inside of you. Amen? Amen. And so he says, we have the same, the same identical spirit of faith. And he says, David said, I believed and therefore have I spoken. He said, we also believe and therefore speak now right while you're in this chapter skip down to verse 16 because he said it is that spirit of faith that we have that keeps us from fainting or collapsing he said for which cause we do not faint we don't quit we don't collapse he said though our outward man might be perishing or facing challenges he said the inward man is renewed day by day. So you can see that the spirit of faith is not something that's an annual renewal. Come on, a monthly renewal. Paul says, literally, every single day, that spirit of faith, every day, he said, I renew in me the same spirit of faith by believing and by speaking. Now skip to verse 18 because you'll see another key to the spirit of faith. Verse 18, he says, While we look not at things that are seen, In other words, we don't focus our attention on things that are seen. We don't look at things that are seen, but we do see things that are not seen. So you can see from that that the spirit of faith deals with unseen realities. Unseen. In other words, with the spirit of faith, you believe that the unseen is greater than the seen. All right? We walk by faith. Amen? And he says, And for the things that are seen are temporal or temporary, they're passing away, but things which are not seen are eternal. eternal." So you see that the spirit of faith keeps an eternal perspective. Amen? Not just a temporary thing. It's an eternal perspective dealing with uh, eternal things, unseen things. And so he says that is the spirit of faith. We live by eternal principles and eternal realities. Amen? All right, go back to verse 2 Corinthians 4.13. Let's look at this verse a little bit closer. He says, we having the same, what? Spirit of faith. Well, I'm sure glad that he says we don't have the spirit of fear. He says we have a spirit of faith. And right under this, you could write 2 Timothy 1, 7. that says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Amen. God has not given us a spirit of fear. In other words, you have to resist fear just like you resist the devil. So when it comes to fear, then you can see David, the psalmist David had an extreme commitment to no fear. He said, actually, the Lord delivered me from all of my fears. Hey, wouldn't that be great to live free from all of my fears? You know, there's no no fear of the devil, no fear of the past, no fear of man, no fear of sickness, no fear of what could happen. Come on, no fear of lack. He said, I'm free from all of my fears. Amen. Even the fear of death. Right? The Bible says that we're free from the fear of death. Psychologists say that if you're free from the fear of death, that that's the root of all fears. Once you're free from the fear of death, you're not afraid of anything. Are you all still here? In other words, you're free from the fear of death because you know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, which Paul says is far better. And actually Hebrews 11 says these all died in faith. So do you don't just live by faith. When it comes time to die, you go, whoo, I'm still in faith. I believe that eternity in heaven and with Jesus forever, I know I'm saved. In other words, I'm free from the fear of death. Amen? All right. Then the psalmist David was so committed that he said, even if the whole earth was removed, I will not fear. <laughs> That's a pretty strong commitment to be unafraid is if you get up in the morning, walk out on the porch, and the whole earth is removed. You go, I still ain't scared. You say, devil, you can't scare me. Amen. (laughs) So when he says we have the same spirit of faith, let's look and see exactly the ingredients that are in the spirit of faith. He said that's what we have. In other words, if you wonder how the Apostle Paul was able to be so productive as a Christian. What did he have? He said, we have the same spirit of faith. And notice it's not just something exclusively for Paul. He said, we have it. All of us here have it. Amen. We maintain it on a daily basis. And we keep our focus on the Word of God and eternal things. Amen. So now when it comes to the spirit of faith, here's what somebody said many, many years ago. They said there's three kinds of people. There's pioneers, settlers, and museum keepers. (laughs) Three kinds of people. Pioneers, settlers, museum keepers. A museum keeper is someone who's content to dust off the memories of the past. (laughs) They live in the past. A settler is somebody who simply wants to find their comfort zone and stay comfortable. My dad was a pastor for over 50 years, and he said, "Son, your job is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comforted." That means That means you have to be careful if you get too settled, come on, and you're just looking for a rocking chair somewhere. Because David had a spirit of faith at 17. But Joshua and Caleb had a spirit of faith at 80 years old. Y'all yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. 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 still here? Yeah. So now you've got settlers, people that just want to find their comfort zone, just do what they like. Right? And with a spirit of faith, you really have to believe God that your cause is greater than your comfort. In other words, sometimes your calls to obey God can make you a little bit uncomfortable. So, the third kind of person we call a pioneer. That's a spirit of faith, a pioneer spirit. A pioneer spirit is someone who is constantly pressing for new territory. Constantly, Paul said, I forget those things which are behind, and I'm pressing for those things that are just ahead. A pioneer spirit simply believes that your best blessings are still ahead of you. Come on, that God can use you in ways you've never been used before. He can bless you in ways you've never been blessed before. He wants to take you places you've never been before. Hallelujah. I tell people, you may not go where no man has ever gone before, but you can sure go where you ain't never been before. (laughs) With a spirit of faith, amen? So, that is a pioneer spirit, number one, that is pressing for new territory. Uh, uh, I think it was Norman Vincent Peale who said this. Someone asked him when he was 80 years old, they said, what was the 10 best years of your life? He said, I haven't lived them yet. <laughs> Come on, how you believe the 10 best of years of your life? Coming right up. How many believe the best 12 months of your life is coming right up in the days that are ahead? Amen. In other words, the spirit of faith keeps an attitude of expectation that something good is about to happen. God has something planned for my life. I have faith in God. Come on now. And somebody said, God has never said, uh uh-oh. The doctor may have said that. Come on. Your tax man may have said that, but God has never said, oh, that means he's never surprised. Come on, he's never surprised at no matter what kind of mountain or problem that's in your life, God has a plan already. He saw it ahead of time. He's made provision. He's got stuff prearranged just for you. Glory to God. Go ahead and laugh at the devil just a few minutes. Uh-huh. Have a spirit of faith. Amen. Come on, a spirit of faith will make a tadpole slap a whale.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I used to read these old, long time ago, these far side comics, you know. <laughs> and on one of them, is so funny because I saw this. Uh, you know, this guy drew the picture of a mosquito on a 747. That means if I can get get a hold of the 747, I'll never lack the rest of my life. So it's a real possibility thinking mosquito. So he's about to blow up. (laughs) So with a spirit of faith, that means... That you believe your best days are just ahead of you. That is a pioneer spirit and you're pressing. You shake off the dust of the past, shake off the failure, shake off the disappointment, have faith in God, believe in God, and speaking and declaring what Christ has done for you. Amen. So with a spirit of faith, number one, it is a pioneer spirit pressing for new territory. Oh, no matter whether you're 17 or no matter whether you're 80 years old. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. A guy came out of the country from Louisiana and heard me preaching. He came up and he said, he said, oh, I like that spirit of faith. He said, it makes me want to grab a corn stalk and swing out over hell and spit in the devil's eye. <laughs> you know what a corn stalk is, right? Swing out over hell. And spit in the devil's eye. That's what you call a real attitude. You ought to be getting some spit ready right now. Everything the devil told you you can't do and you can't have and you can't receive, you ought to say, I'm ready to spit in your eye. I have faith in God. I believe God and I speak and declare God's word is true. Christ has redeemed me. Come on, when I believe, all things are possible. Woo To him that believes. Hallelujah. The second facet of a pioneer is a pioneer is someone who prepares the way for others who will follow. Abraham Lincoln said it this way. He said the struggle of today is not altogether for today, but it's for a bright future. In other words, sometimes the fight of faith you're in right now is not just about today. But it's about the next year, the next 10 years. And there's others who will follow you, your children or your grandchildren. And others that are watching to see if you're going to quit and see if you're going to give up. But if you keep believing and speaking and praising God, come on. Your victory will be a sign and a wonder to your children and those who are following you. Praise the Lord. Do we have any pioneers on here this morning? Anybody?
3: Spirit of faith, I believe. Come on, I have faith in God, I believe. And I speak.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Smith Wigglesworth said it this way. Wigglesworth said in his book, Ever Increasing Faith, he said there's no telling where the blessing will end when somebody believes God. You ought to write that down. There's no telling where the blessing will end when somebody believes God. He said that in reference to Genesis when God told Abraham. God told Abraham, because you believed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Never let the devil try to intimidate you that your faith is a minor thing. When you believe God, there's no telling where the blessing will end. In other words, that blessing of your faith, the precious faith that Paul told Timothy, that faith was in your mother, it was in your grandmother, and that faith is on the inside of you. That means when you believe God, there's no telling. It'll hit your children and your grandchildren. It'll hit your community and your neighbors. It'll hit a generation. It'll hit in Africa
3: and India, Vietnam, come on, all over the world. There ain't no telling.
2: So while you're believing and speaking and praising God, the devil will try to intimidate you and say, that ain't doing nothing. You say, oh, there ain't no telling where the blessing will (laughs) end." People I had never met till I get to heaven will say, I want to thank you for believing God. Amen? For having faith in God. Again, Smith Wigglesworth, in his book, Ever Increasing Faith, here's what he said. (laughs) He said, any man can be changed by faith, no matter how they may be fettered. The word fettered means bound. See, that's old English. Any man can be changed by faith, no matter how they may be fettered. That means this. The devil cannot make a bondage that your faith cannot break off of you. That means whether it's a physical situation, emotional or mental situation, a family situation, or a financial situation, any person can be changed. By faith, no matter how, no matter where the devil has attacked you in your life or in your past, no matter where the enemy has come against you to try to destroy you and to destroy the plan of God for your life, you the moment you step over and believe God and speak the word of God, then demons have to flee and strategies of the devil are stopped when you believe. I believe and I speak. In other words, even the devil don't care what you believe if you'll be quiet about it. That's right, that's right. That's right. I said, if you're quiet, come on now, if you're quiet, your faith doesn't work. The spirit of faith must believe and speak. That means you've got to keep your speaker connected to your believer. Because if you're not careful, your speaker will get connected to your feelings. Let me tell you how I'm feeling right now. When people ask me how I'm feeling, I learn from Hebrews 4:14 4, through 16, where it says Jesus is touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but He says you hold fast to your confession. Yeah. Says Jesus overcame every feeling and every temptation. So He's concerned about your feelings. But when people ask me, they say, "How are you feeling?" I say, "I'm feeling the same way Jesus was feeling when He overcame this feeling." That means Jesus knows how you're feeling, but he didn't go by his feelings. Come on now. He went by the word of God, the will of God, and faith in God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Come on, I'm strong in the Lord, in the power of his mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of my favorite preachers, uh, Dad Hagan, of course, but he taught us on faith. And Dad Hagen set me free from the fear of repetition. <laughs> but one of my favorite preachers also on faith is a pastor from Korea by the name of Yonggi Cho. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had the largest church in the world for many, many years. And I just loved hearing him teach. I heard him teach in 1977 in '77, because he had like 50,000 members in his church in 77. And he's a product of American missions. So he came back to thank America for the support that we gave to missions. And and he still comes and teaches well. And then I heard him just a couple of years ago. And he taught the same identical message as he did in 77. Well, the message he taught was simply on faith. How that the unseen greater than the seen and the power of your confession of faith. Right? So I heard Yong- e. Cho say this. He said he was eating with a leading neurosurgeon in Seoul, Korea. <laughs> eating with a leading neurosurgeon, brain surgeon in Seoul, Korea. He said while he's eating with him, this leading neurosurgeon says, we have a new discovery in the study of the brain. We have discovered that the speech center in the brain exercises dominion over the whole body, the whole central nervous system. He said so that while we're doing surgery on somebody's brain, he said we probe different parts of the brain and different parts of the body respond. But when we probe the speech center, the whole body responds. So we have discovered that the speech center in the brain exercises dominion over the whole central nervous system and over the whole body. So much so that when a person is going into surgery, we listen to the words that they speak. And if they say, I'm so afraid, we try to make them stop saying that. Because that's affecting the success of this surgery if you keep talking about your fears. And then he said, if a person says, I'm so weak, then the speech center sends a message out to the whole body, prepare to be weak. He said, if a person says, I'm getting so old, (laughs) he said, the speech center sends a message out to the whole body to prepare to die. He said, so the speech center exercises dominion over the whole central nervous system. Pastor Cho says, Oh, I know this long time. <laughs> Neuroscience says, you could not know long time. New discovery. <laughs> he said, how do you know long time? Pastor Joe says, Dr. James. He said, who Dr. James? He said, Dr. James, New Testament. <laughs> Dr. James, New Testament, tongue, tiny member, control, whole body. Come on, we need to have an altar call for your tongue. I don't know if we have one long enough, but you try to get an altar call up here. In other words, your words will either release your faith, come on, I will bring fear into your life. Your words affect your whole body and affect your future. So, Dr. James, 2,000 years ago, say your tongue, tiny Mumbai. But Dr. James said, your words affect your future, your direction, and your destination. So that means if the enemy can get a hold of your tongue and get you to talk defeat and failure and lack. He said, literally, that affects your future. He said, it affects your whole body. So the spirit of faith, you've got to believe, and then you've got to get your tongue connected to your believer." amen your tongue connected to your believer amen now actually on this subject of talking about faith and how faith works then the word believe I believe and I speak the spirit of faith the word believe is actually a verb it's a verb faith is a noun so James had to say faith must have corresponding action or it's dead so faith requires action actually the simplest definition of faith is how would you act if you believe the Bible's true in other words faith is an act our faith acts like the unseen is greater than the seen. faith acts on the Word of God so the word believe is a verb I said it's a verb When you say, I'm a believer, you're saying, I'm a verb. (laughs) That means I'm not passive. I act on the Word of God. I act like the Bible is true. I act like Jesus has done what the Bible says He's done. I act like He is my Lord and my Redeemer. I act like the blood of Jesus has cleansed me from sin. Even though I may not feel like it, I act on the Word. Amen. (laughs) Now, I learned this from psychology class, and I passed in college because I'm extremely lucky, and they had multiple-choice tests. (laughs) So in psychology class, why people do and behave the way they behave, come on. Why do people act this way? The effect, you know, of your thoughts. So you're studying all that. Why Pavlov's dog salivates. We don't know if it was a little dog or a big dog. Anyway, the dog would salivate, right? Right. So I learned this in psychology. It cost me thousands of dollars, and I'm going to give this to you in just one moment. (laughs) Concerning behavior, here's what psychology class taught us. They said reasoning will not change an emotion because emotions are more powerful than reasoning. In other words, you cannot reason a person into feeling different because emotions are more powerful than reasoning. So here's what they said. They said, reasoning will not change in emotion, but action will. In other words, they said action is more powerful than emotion. In other words, when your faith acts on the word of God, you're simply declaring, come on. I don't have to feel better to act better. People say, if I felt better, I would act better. God said if you'd act better, you'd feel better. In other words, the moment by faith you believe God and then you act on the word of God. Listen close. The moment you act on the word of God, God makes himself responsible for your results. Let's try this out over here. I said, the moment you act on the Word of God, God makes himself responsible for your results. Until you act on the Word, you're responsible for your results. But the moment you act on the Word of God, God said, i watch over my Word to perform it. That means you're not the performer, you're just the believer. But the moment you believe, God said, I'll bring that to pass in your life the moment you act on the Word of God. You step out of the natural, step over into the supernatural. Yeah. Now, I've got to tell you this, because the first time I went into the men's restroom at an airport many years ago, so don't act like you're a lot smarter than I am, maybe 40 years ago. First time I went into an airport, men's restroom that had motion-activated water faucets. I remember first time I went in men's restroom motion activated water faucet. I didn't know that. So I walked in, walked over to the water faucet and stared at it. I thought someone's made a terrible mistake. They left the handle off. There's no button to push. So I kept staring at it. I looked under the sink. I thought maybe there was a pedal underneath the sink. There ain't nothing under the sink. So I just stared at the waterfall. So I'm just like staring at it. And I thought, well, maybe the lowest bidder got the job. <laughs> Government work. Anyway, so I'm, I'm staring am staring in. I thought, well, you know, I've been to college, so I'm smarter than the average bear. I mean, surely I can figure this out. So I just stared at it. And directly here came another man in the men's restroom. So I just kind of stepped over to the side. Directly that man walked over to the water faucet and he stuck his hand underneath it and the water came out. I thought, it's a miracle. I thought, this man must be an amazing man. What kind of man is this? He just waves under the water faucet and the water comes out. What an amazing
1: man.
2: He walks over to the paper towels and he waves in front of the paper towels and the paper towel came out of it. Could I get a picture of this? Let me put this. Out. So I thought, wow, that's an amazing man. So after he left, and I walked over to the water faucet and I stuck my hand under there and the water came out. And I went, I am an amazing man. I went over to the paper towels and waved, and the paper towel came out and I
3: went, I'm an amazing man. I'm a miracle man.
2: <laughs> then I saw a sign on the wall that said, everything is motion activated. I went, mm-hmm. That means it'll work for anybody. You don't have to be tall. You don't have to be cute. You don't have to have a lot of money. Don't have to have a PhD. It's just motion activated. Come on. So when you have the Bible, come on. People look at the Bible and they go, well, we got some exceeding great precious promises in here. I see salvation. I see some healing. Oh, they even got some money in here. My God, the blessing of the Lord. Whoa, you say, uh, but uh, well, somebody left the handle off of this thing here. <laughs> in other words, you see it all in there, but you're saying, how did I get that out of there? Come on, it's motion activated. Yeah. The moment you act on the Word of God, come on now, you believe it, you mix faith with it. Thank you, the water
3: comes out. Yeah. The healing comes out. Salvation comes out. Deliverance comes out. The moment you act on the Word of God. Hallelujah.
2: We have a spirit of faith. We believe. And we speak. That opens the door to the supernatural. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> now, my mama, we always call my mama A first responder. You know, like if they have an accident or emergency somewhere, they have the team, the first responders. My mama was always a first responder. When you go to church, somebody's preaching the word, she receives the word, she's a first responder. She'll go, hallelujah, glory to God, praise the Lord,
3: I believe that,
2: glory to God. First responders always kind of surprise other people, they're like, what? So my mom was a first responder. So she would praise God uninhibited. That means she didn't care what nobody thought about her. She'd go, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. She'd start praising God. It's funny how a first responder can ignite the faith of others. While somebody else is thinking about acting, she already acted. And your faith has to move your mouth. Before it'll move a mountain. That's how faith works. Well, Mama would praise the Lord, and she was so demonstrative. She's like, "Praise the Lord!" In other words, you think ain't nothing happening, and she's like, "There's a bunch of stuff happening right now." <laughs> There's always people who think they know what's happening. They ain't nothing happening. Mama says, "There's some stuff happening. There's some angels flying around in here." Right now. <laughs> presence of God is in here right now. Praise the Lord. And other people say, I don't feel nothing. Listen, camel breath. Listen, God is bigger than your feelings. Your faith will change your feelings. Mama start praising the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then she would have to run around the church. Even when she was in her 80s, she couldn't run too good, but she would scoot. She would like to...
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. So when I was a teenager, I was really embarrassed. I was so ashamed of thought, oh, my, mama, I'm gonna run around the church, you know. I'm trying to be real cool, you know. I'm doing There goes my mama.
1: Hallelujah! whoo.
2: <laughs> then the pastor who was my dad. My mama, as a first responder, I, I know something about the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of God. When somebody responds to that anointing, it multiplies. Like God, God is so happy that somebody believes. That anointing, boom, just like that. So mama would take off running, and then other people would go, hallelujah. Like that. Then my daddy would get up and explain it to the visitors. I mean, if you go to a church where you don't have to explain things to visitors, then the Holy Ghost ain't there. Because when the Holy Ghost is there, somebody's got to say, Now let me explain this to you. It's all in the Bible right here. <laughs> so my daddy would get up on my mama's run and he'd say, Now some of you think this is not necessary. And it is not necessary unless it is necessary. So while they're trying to figure that out, mama's still around. They're like, I don't think it's necessary. Well, unless it's necessary, I don't know if it's necessary or not. (laughs) But you always have people who think they know what's necessary. But if God said, your faith must speak, your faith must praise. Your faith must rejoice. It is necessary for you to
3: praise and magnify the Lord. No matter how you feel. Come on, it is necessary. That's the way your faith works. Praise the Lord. I would be a first responder that Jesus is Lord. He is alive. Whoo! Glory. the Lord I believe God Woo. come on shout about it praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord glory to God Come on, my God is greater. His grace is greater. His mercy is greater. His love is greater. His power is greater. Glory. Glory to God. Come on, shout. There's some walls that are coming down. Shout. Glory to God. Glory. God. Woo! Glory! God!
1: My Father God! Woo! Ha ha ha.
3: Come on, there's some mountains that are moving right now while you're praising God. There's some mountains that are getting out of the way. Hey, glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Jesus said if you can believe, all
2: things are possible to him that believes. Come on now, the moment you believe.
3: Woo. Glory to God. What you got, man? Ha ha! Come on, the next 12 months of your life will be the best 12 months of your life. Glory to God! I have a spirit of faith. Ha ha! Glory to God!
2: Ha ha ha! Go ahead and laugh about it. Praise the Lord.
3: How Praise, Lord. Praise the
1: Lord! Open
3: the door and the fire is exploding. Out of the- Woo! Glory to God! <laughs> Hallelujah! 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 Glory. Come on! Glory to God! Glory to God! Glory! Glory to God. Hey, glory to God. Hey, glory to God. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Woo!
3: Glory! 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 Ha ha, ha 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 Hey I believe God I'm facing God Woo! Glory to God Come on my Father God Your Father God He is greater <laughs>
2: Come on, your body is changing right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet.
3: Come on, sickness is leaving your body. Pain is leaving your body. Tumors are leaving your body right now in the name of Jesus. Woo! glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. There are mountains that are moving right now. Mountains are moving. Ha, 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 ha.
2: The scenery is changing right now. You believe God. Come on, I have faith in God. I believe God.
3: I am a believer.
2: Do we have any first responders here? That
3: they- <laughs> hey, I'm first responder, baby. I'm on the scene right here. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you,
1: Gene.
3: <laughs> Glory.
2: Hallelujah. Come on, if you're a first responder... You're not looking around to see what everybody else is going to do. You say, no, I believe God. Come on, now, I'm going to speak. I'm going to act on the word of God right now. I'm going to pray. I'm going to shout. Hey, mountains are moving. Scenery is changing. Come on, nothing shall be impossible when you believe God.
1: Uh-huh.
2: The devil is a liar. Come on, you ought to get a corn stalk right now and swing out over hell and spit right in the devil's eye. Say, you big liar. Come on, I got some spit ready right now. Say, devil, you're a liar. Jesus is Lord. He's my redeemer. He's my savior. God is on my side. Ha, ha, ha. Go ahead and just laugh a few minutes. Ha, ha, ha. If
3: somebody's looking at you. it's It's necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's
2: necessary to act in faith. Act like the Bible is true. Act like Christ has redeemed you. Act like you are healed by his stripes. Act on the Word of God. When my mom would run around the church, people would come up to my dad, they'd say, how come your wife runs around the church? He said, go ask her. (laughs) Because if you knew why she's shouting and praising, then you'd find out that the Lord brought her out of a horrible pit and changed her life and saved her from depression and shame. Come on, if you knew why
3: I'm praising like this, you'd know what the Lord brought me out of. Hey, you know what? I'm believing God for. Woo! First. Ha,
2: ha, ha. The Lord said faith is an act. He said, how would you act if you already had the thing that you're believing for? He said, praise God. Thank you, Lord. I believe it's done. I believe it's mine. I believe I'm healed. Right now, I believe I receive. Woo! Amen. Now listen, sometimes people around you don't know what you're doing. You all just say, uh, excuse me, I need to take care of some business right now. Come on, I don't know what you came to church for, but I came to take care of some business. I came here to take care of some business. In other words, I ain't leaving here until I know I got what God said belongs to me. That means I came here to receive from God. I receive strength right now. I receive healing right now. I receive provision right now from God. Woo! The Lord said to me, he said, while you're praising here, something is happening back at your house. While you're praising
3: here, something is happening in your future. Ha ha ha! Come on, lift your hands and lift your voice. Hear the Lord a shout. Ha, ha, ha. Glory. Come on, you ain't seen nothing yet. God has some better stuff for you. The best. Oh, the best. on, there's some things turning around right
2: now, the Lord turning it around. Right while you're praising, right while
3: you're rejoicing, the Lord turns it around. ha,
2: ha,
1: ha. ha. Woo. Ha, ha, ha. Woo.
2: Woo. Come on, you'll see more in the next five years than you've seen the last 25 years. Come on, be greater, blessed in the next five years you've seen the last 25 years. Ha
1: ha ha!
2: come on my God is greater come on his grace is greater come on his love is
3: greater the blood of Jesus is greater Lord I believe and I speak and I act and I pray and I shall. Something good good. is happening happening. right now.
1: now. Ha ha ha! Woo! Ha 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 ha! Ha ha ha! ha,
2: ha. Let's all make this confession of faith together and then we're gonna shout about it. Everybody say, I believe in my heart. God raised Jesus from the dead and he is alive. I confess with my mouth Jesus is Lord. He is victor. He is champion. His victory is my victory. Jesus is Lord. Sin cannot dominate me. Satan cannot dominate me. Sickness cannot dominate me Jesus set me free Christ has redeemed me He purchased my freedom And right now I believe I speak
3: I rejoice Mountains shall be removed A new season A new day And new things Are springing forth I have a
2: spirit of faith. I believe. believe. And I speak. Well, shout about it right now.